better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. And after all, if you do really like what you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, you can eventually turn it, uh, you can eventually become a master of it. It's the only way to become a master of something, to be really with it. And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much, uh, that's, uh, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others for. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like in order to go on spending things you don't like and doing things you don't like and to teach your children to follow in the same track. See, what we're doing is we're bringing up children and educating them to live the same sort of lives we live in order that they may justify themselves and find satisfaction in life by bringing up their children to bring up their children to do the same thing so it's all wretch and no vomit. It never gets there. And so, therefore, it's so important to consider this question, what do I desire? If you were a tree <laughs> and I was a tree, would we still be friends? <laughs> if you guys watch Super Bowl, I hope that your teams won. I hope many <laughs> balls were thrown and people cheered a lot. Go but my favorite sports team. Go my favorite sports team because my favorite team. This is the origin story, so. Is it kinda. The, the very origin? Yeah, kind of. So will right? we see his birth? <laughs> is that what you want to see? Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> Basically, just sitting for 10 minutes has kind of made me realize how important not multitasking is, but monotasking. Mm. You just, this is the one thing. Right now, for example, I go to work, and I don't know if this happens to you, Tess. I open up my email, and I think I'm bouncing between seven things at a time. Oh, yeah. So the other day I was at the park and um, I had a bunch of, I had uh, a bunch of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? When, when you say it that way now, I understand why I had a reaction. (laughs) I had, I was at the park. Well, now it's, now I don't understand if this is a story that makes sense anymore. Well, anyway, I just felt super focused at the park. And, like, I was looking at the trees, and I was just, like, amazed. And you tell me if this sounds like I was high or not. <laughs> oh, this is your high this story. This is the high story. And I was walking through the park. And you know how normally you walk, and you go, oh, there's some trees. And maybe every once in a while you'd be like, oh, that's a pretty tree. Yeah. But I was just looking at it, and I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. These trees, they come, like, straight out of the ground. Straight up high. <laughs> yeah. And I would lo- walk up to the tree, and I would look up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Look how tall these tri- trees are. I don't think I've ever noticed before. And then I looked at the bark, and I was, like, staring at the bark. And I was, like, rubbing my hands on the bark. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, when's the last time I touched a tree like this? Anyway, I was doing that for a long time in the yeah. woods. I think, and I don't know if this is true. I was drinking a lot of tea that day. Uh-huh. I don't think you get high off tea. No, you can't. I mean, there, if it was maybe heavily caffeinated. That's the thing. I don't normally am affected by caffeine. And from what I know, caffeine... Like speeds you up, right? Yeah, usually not. Doesn't chill you out unless you had a lot of it and then you crashed. 
That might have been it. I like three or four cups of... Caffeinated Wake tea. up tea. Oh, wake up tea. And I don't normally even care about the caffeine. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't usually affect me. But then when I went on my lunch break at work, like, I was just like, man, look at these trees. And I was just like rubbing on them. And, <laughs> and I was smelling them and stuff. And I found like a bug. And I was like, oh my God, look at this bug. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, Maybe it was like I crashed from the caffeine. But then when I came back to work, I didn't feel bad. I just felt just like super like chilled. Yeah. Well, I think like some days... Um Maybe you just feel a little more connected to nature than others. Maybe that's it. I was like a thousand percent. I was in there and I was staring at the trees. I was like, oh my God. Well, I mean, it's also like if you actually stop to look at trees. Because we see trees all the time. Maybe that. Well. But if you actually stop and think about them, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. Trees. Where there's stuff flowing through them, just like blood. Yeah. But it's their own form of blood, you know? And it's kind of like how we breathe, too. Like, if it wasn't for plant life, we wouldn't be around. I have been getting back into a regular routine of meditating, so maybe that's it, too. Like, I was just so, like, focused. It was really bizarre. Just really connected. But then I got scared, because I was like, oh my god, maybe it was the tea. But normally caffeine doesn't affect me at all like that. I don't think you need to be scared of tea. No? No. You probably shouldn't drink like four caffeinated beverages in a row probably it was a lot just because it was so delicious yeah probably not that great for you but um but caffeine as far as drugs go i think is pretty um, pretty mellow yeah yeah so yeah. don't worry about it yeah <laughs> no that cocaine that no you, cocaine that you snort every sunday because today is cocaine sunday <laughs> welcome to same team y'all this is episode 24 my name's eric uh my name is tess and tess What's the deal with this podcast? Uh, well, this is the same team, y'all, podcast, and it's the podcast where you and I, who, which I just want to clear the air, neither of us does cocaine. No. No. Um, no. I do ca- <laughs> on, caffeine. On Sunday or any other day. Um, <laughs> but you and I are, we're best friends, mm-hmm. and we work at a library. We don't work at the same library, but we both work at libraries. Two sister libraries. Yes. And uh, we want to make the world a better place. And, um, you know, we have uh, limited ways to do that. And we thought maybe making a podcast about how we're all on the same team would be a nice way to slowly change the world for the better and usher in a second era of good feelings in the world. That is wonderful. Yeah, we're working on it. And (laughs) And we do that. By talking about stuff that we love, mm-hmm. we because uh, it's so much more fun to talk about things you like rather than things you don't like, um, and telling heartwarming stories from our library or creepy stories from the library. <laughs> Sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> they usually always have like a moral to the yeah, story. Yeah, usually, <laughs> <laughs> and we also talk about life lessons that we've learned along the way, and uh, we usually end the whole thing with a positivity party. Tess, so Tess, yeah, these are for you. Oh, this snaps for me. I've done the intro for like the past couple episodes. You do a really good job at the intro. I think you do a phenomenal job. Oh, actually. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and guys, if you're ever outside, go look at a tree. Like, just like really, <laughs> just really stare at that tree. Like they are kind of amazing. <laughs> and then send us an email, uh, same team y'all at gmail.com. 
and tell us about your tree experience. Or if you want to just tweet at us about your tree experience, you can treat at us at at same team y'all. Is this how we're starting the cast with yeah. treating? Yeah. Treating? Go, um, <laughs> go ahead and send it to us at same team y'all. Uh, hashtag trees are wonderful. <laughs> Let's get a trending. Take, take a, yeah, do a, do a selfie with that tree. Oh, that would be great. You know, I bet a tree would appreciate that. Yeah. Boy, I was really into those trees, though. I have a really cool picture of myself standing next to a tree that was planted the year I was born. Oh, that's pretty cool. And the cool. tree is, like, enormous, and I am so tiny. And there's a... there's a, I'll, I'll find it, and I'll, put, and I'll tweet it out for everyone. Do you know everyone. what type of tree it is? I think it was an oak. Oh, man. I guess oak trees grow yeah, big. Yeah. I found it... Um, You know where they have the Celtic Festival? Mm-hmm. That park, Jefferson Patterson Park, I think it's yes. called? Yeah, there's a tree there that was planted the year I was born. Was it because you were born? <laughs> no, it has nothing oh, to do oh, with me. Oh, well, I thought it was like something like your parents did. No, That's no. That's kind of a cool idea. No, it was just, it happened to have a plaque and it, and it said the year I was born. I was like, that's amazing. If I was a tree, I would be this tree. It was cool. If you were it a tree. It was tr- my soul tree. If you were a tree <laughs> and I was a tree, would we still be friends? <laughs> Cocaine Sunday! <laughs> By the way, I don't think that's like a co- cocaine thing would be a little bit more hyper, right? It's so weird. <laughs> All you're going to say, would we still be tree friends? Probably best, best tree friends. Best tree friends. Podcasting. Sure. <laughs> Podcasting trees. Cheers to you. Um, Tess, do you have something special to say about our... Our Spotify? Yes. Yeah, I started a Spotify for... Well, you started a Spotify for us. I started by adding one song, (laughs) and then now you've added more than one song. Yes. So if you want to go find us on Spotify, Spotify is a free service that Mm -hmm. you can listen to music through. Um, So you want to go make an account, or if you already have an account, you can go search for us, same team, y'all, and we have an official playlist of the podcast of of cool, like, positive, same team, y'all music. Um, We also have... Uh, haters blocker mix in Ooh. case you have to block any haters. You'd be like, like this. Block. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Block. <laughs> Just like that. That's how I block haters in my yeah. life. Because I'd be like, boy, that movie is great. And someone like, well, actually, Rotten Tomato. And I'd be like, mm-mm. Block. Block. <laughs> block. <laughs> so is that a... I haven't had a chance to check this out. Is that a separate playlist? Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. You are... I'm going to say on the podcast, you are officially the music... Uh, curator for the same team y'all <laughs> podcast. It does have some Eric songs on there too, mm. though. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, like I put some Right Said Fred on there for you. Yeah, know. did you listen to Stand Up for the Champions? Uh, yeah, it. it's yeah, a good song, right? Yeah, the, it made me want to stand up for some champions. Yeah, well, I think we're the champions. Is that what Right Said Fred is saying? <laughs> no, no. That man, oh my god, he's so wise. The um, but yeah, if you can get Spotify on your phone, free app that you can add, and um, then you oh, can just listen to it in your desktop. Yeah, on your desktop yep. as well. Mm-hmm. If you're at work and they allow you to wear headphones when yeah. you're doing work, you listen to some same team, y'all. Yeah. Kind of kind of uh, music. Oh, and the cast, I guess, while you're at work, <laughs> if that's okay. Yeah, on our website, www.sameteamyall.com. Yeah, don't get in trouble, though. <laughs> and if you do get in trouble, like, recommend to your boss that they listen to the cast, too. And then be like, you know what? You're right. Let's take a day off together. <laughs> and, like, walk through the park and look at some trees together. And you'd be like, you know what, man? I haven't looked at a tree in a long time. <laughs> oh, Eric, we should talk about some stuff that we love. <laughs> Got it. Let's do it. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. 
so fun. Trees are amazing, though, right? They are. Are you going to talk about them and the stuff they Can love? you imagine? It was, the first thing is like, trees. It was, and I shouldn't say that, like, I was, like, scared of the caffeine. It was just, like, I was not, I was just, and I was just so happy. Like, I was just so happy being there with this tree. And it, could, it was probably more like that. Focusing on, like, more of that meditation and mm-hmm. mindfulness. Although it's amazing just what 10 minutes a day can do, yeah. you know? Boy. Uh, do you want to go first? Well, I think we should maybe talk about our mm. shared love. This, this is the shared stuffs that we love. <laughs> we, we Every once in a while, Eric and I come with, uh, with the same thing that we've been mm-hmm. loving this week. And this week... Or this fortnight. Yeah. We saw the solo trailer. Yeah. Solo trailer. Well, first, wait. First, we saw the, the solo. Teaser. We saw the. I think <laughs> the we saw the. for the trailer. Yeah. We saw the teaser for the. Tra- and I think the trailer we saw is still technically another teaser. Oh, really? That's what I've seen people say online. So it was another a, full trailer it later. A, it was a teaser for the teaser. And then we saw the teaser. So. And I didn't. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I didn't. Yeah, neither did I. If you guys watch Super Bowl, I hope that your teams won. I hope many <laughs> balls were thrown and people cheered a lot. Go but my favorite sports team. Go my favorite sports team. Because my favorite team. Shoot a gold unit basket. Yeah, shoot those gold unit baskets. <laughs> Hashtag I love sports. The um, No, but I looked at it afterwards because yes, it was on, on the internet. And um, what did you think of this trailer for Solo, a Star Wars story? Yes. Coming out Memorial Day. What? Whoa, 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 what? Remember we were talking not too long ago about, I bet it's going to be in December. Yeah, we were wrong. We were off by a couple months. Yeah, well, it's I haven't heard anything about this movie. And then all of a sudden they're like, boom, here's a trailer. <laughs> it's coming out in 100 days from now. That's crazy, right? I know. I know. I got to prepare my body. <laughs> How do you, okay, wait, wait, let's take a few seconds. How do you prepare your body to receive a Star Wars movie? I don't know. You lay down and um, you have someone anoint you with various <laughs> oils from t- one on Tatooine and oils from uh, all my uh, chakras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need your, your chakra centers. All joking aside, like I've been. There's a book called uh, The Path of the Jedi. Have you ever read this? I haven't. I had to return. I checked out from the library. I had to return it because someone had a hold on it. But it's kind of really amazing and it's set up to be like a manual for Jedis like this is like one of their textbooks like maybe one of the books that Ray found kinda yeah but what's kinda neat is it's set up so that it like used to belong to um uh Qui-Gon Jinn oh and then he gave it to like Uh Obi-Wan who then gave it to like Anakin who then gave it to Ashoka Ashoka. yeah who then did you know and then I think uh, Palpatine had it for a few moments, but what's awesome is that there's notes in the uh, corners from them that's that are really cool, and it's like so cool because it's like this weird like one is talking about the construction of lightsabers, and I guess Dooku owned it at one time. So suspend your you know disbelief for a few <laughs> seconds, and he owned it. And one is talking about like how some lightsabers can be curved or whatever, and he goes, "This is an interesting design." I was like, "Oh, because Dooku has a curved lightsaber blade." <laughs> um, but anyway, all that to say is there's some significant overlap between. Uh, what people consider to be like the 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 philosophy of the Jedi mm-hmm. and like uh, like um, what's the word I'm looking for like uh, mindfulness yo- uh, um, yoga like that kind of and I don't know a word for that whole encompassing like Eastern philosophy yeah like there's yeah. a lot there like they don't use the word uh, chakra but I mean they definitely <laughs> like it kind of overlaps a lot which I imagine George Lucas was inspired a lot by probably yeah anyway that trailer that, that was trailer that. yeah yeah so um I'm gonna be honest with you do it I 
the guy that they picked to play Han Solo, I'm not really getting Han Solo vibes from. And I think it's difficult because this is a very established character that's like much beloved by the community of Star Wars fans. And we're seeing him before he is the Han Solo that we all know and love. So this is almost like a previous version of Han Solo. And I'm going to have to wrap my brain around it because like he definitely, I don't know, from the very brief moments we see in the trailer, I'm not getting like the, the swagger of, of like a young Harrison Ford. And he doesn't look a whole lot like young Harrison Ford, but that's okay. He's He's not Harrison Ford. Yeah. 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 (laughs) If only he was just young Harrison Ford. (laughs) We can't can't go back in a, like a time machine. Harrison (laughs) Ford, why didn't you get younger instead of older, (laughs) dude? Um, but, uh, I did like, so besides that though, I liked the, what it looks like it's kind of be, going to be like a heist movie and I love a good heist. Like a heist mixed with almost like a Western. Cause there's a part yeah. where they're like, the camera's focused on like the, the holster on the hip yeah. almost during like a shootout kind of situation. And I really dig the actor that they picked to play Lando. I think he looks. Are you getting a Lando vibe I'm from I'm definitely that guy? getting yeah. a Lando vibe from him. I'm definitely getting like a charming Billy D. Williams vibe. Billy from- D. Williams. <laughs> from Donald Glover. I think he's going to do a good job. Um, uh, And maybe this might lead to a Lando movie, which would be cool. I feel like that's the, that's kind of the, um, the, sorry. (laughs) Someone's using my (laughs) Anyway, there's weird noises going on in the house right now. Um, I feel like that's like when you pick an established character, you kind of have like that everyone's coming in. That's going to be a challenge no matter what. Whereas like if they'd gone with Lando, who's more of like a background character, there might not be as much, I don't know, talking on the internet. (laughs) I think the thing with Harrison Ford is that, so you know how um, uh, Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi I had heard some criticisms. They didn't seem like Luke when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And we said that's because people change. Yeah. I, that's how I'm kind of attributing how, and I wish I remembered the guy who's playing Young Hung Solo's name. Young Hung Excellent. Solo actor. We forgot to do our research test. <laughs> almost, it's almost like we do this just to hang out and have fun as opposed <laughs> to doing an actor job. But um, that's how what I'm thinking. But I did get a Han Solo vibe from him. Mostly at that ending. At, this is just me. Is that ending part when they're... Um, escaping in the Millennium Falcon and there's like uh, they get away from soldiers and then there's like a giant tentacle monster type thing and there's a part where he turns to everyone and goes we're fine we're fine we're fine and that made me think of like when Han Solo is talking in the intercom in in, uh, A New Hope when he's talking to like in the security ward yeah. and he's like uh, no no we're all fine here yeah we're doing a re- radioactive uh, it's getting all locked down we're, we're fine uh, h- how are you like that made me think of that so and we've only seen him for what right. 10 total seconds yeah you know? pretty much but I mean those are legitimate concerns I, I'll tell you right now I think it feels like a western heist movie set in Star Wars and, and I'm sounds, down for that it sounds, I'm down I'm, I'm down, down for it is this movie gonna end with him going into the cantina what I, ju- I thought of that the other day like is that how it ends like he's like come on Chewie let's go into this cantina and like what if that's the credit music I was thinking this is like way before we see him probably like at least like five to ten years before we see him I don't think the exact timeline has been set but I agree with you yeah I wouldn't be surprised if this movie because in that short this is the origin story so is it the very origin yeah so will we see his birth 
what you want to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was uh, there was a video game uh, called Assassin's Creed 2 where <laughs> you play the game and when you start, you start with your character's birth, like how your baby, he's born. Oh, and wow. it's actually kind of smart because it's like, uh, it's like the dad, the, the, as you're being born, you're a baby. The dad's like, look, he's looking around and you... And then there's a prompt saying, move the, you know, move the right stick to control the camera. And it's like how this baby is moving is how it's teaching you to use the controls. It's kind of smart. Anyway, yeah, I want to start with Han Solo's birth is what I'm saying. (laughs) And I want those little robots there with the scoops that was around Padme and being like, oompa, oompa. Um, But concerns aside... You excited about the movie? I'm very excited yeah. about the movie. You have to prepare your body for I it. I do. <laughs> I'm still Clearly. wondering what that is. And so you need to. We need to. If anyone has an idea of what you need to do to sufficiently prepare your body for a new Star Wars movie, send uh, us an email. Send us an email, please. Oh, uh, guys, a mysterious person just brought Tess some sushi. Would you oh like my some goodness! Sushi? Oh wow! Surprise guest. Do you uh, like? Do you like sushi? I do like sushi. Is do this you like sushi? Gonna make you sick. No, sushi okay. won't make you're me not sick. allergic to sushi. No, oh, okay. oh, because of the beer thing. Yeah. Is this beer sushi? No, it's not. No, I'm actually, to be honest, if you want to eat all that sushi, go for it. Because I just had. You don't I, want any? I just ate before I got here. Oh. Well, I'd do you like want to me to share with you? Okay, here yeah. I'll eat some. This one, these ones have been touched by wasabi, so you have those ones because you like spicy things. I do. These ones have been touched by wasabi. Yes. Touched by wasabi. <laughs> Just trying to say that should be like a song or something. Touched by wasabi in the heat of the night. <laughs> okay, since you're chewing, yeah, I'll do I'll do a, a thing that I've been loving. Um, I, Brett and I watched a documentary about Gilbert Gottfried, okay. the um, comedian. And the name of the documentary is Gilbert, just Gilbert, and um, it was really good. Was it on Netflix? Uh, no, we watched it. We like rented it through the um, Xbox again. Okay. Like I remember telling you about that before, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's really cool. And it's about him. You know, he's kind of known as being this like wacky comedian guy. But it's more With, like, about... like a super unique voice, too. Right. I think that's what kind of gets him really well known. But the mo- the movie was a lot more about, like, his personal life. And he's married, and he's got two kids, and he's got um, two sisters that he's really close with. <laughs> you really like that tea. <laughs> I was really into that tea. It was very good. to make you some more of that. <laughs> and, um... It was just really cool to see kind of like uh, the stuff in the the background of his life, and he's real. He's like a really good dad, and <laughs> it's just kind of not what you expected because he's got this so like over the top kind of dirty like mm-hmm. comedy personality. Um, but he's really in his real life. He's he's not like that. I love me. well, even though I don't think I've ever had like a super interest in Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I love the idea of like we all have this idea of what he who he is and what he is based on what we know of him in comedian in, in comedies and stuff like that. But I mean, he's his own person, you know, just like everyone is, you know. Mm-hmm. So I love that idea. I'm glad to hear he's a great dad. Did it go over? Just because I'm curious. His what was the thing? There was something he said. Oh, when he got when he got fired from Affleck. Yeah, because he was the. Is it a duck or a goose? He's, he was a Affleck. I think he's a duck. Yeah, duck, yeah. Like, like Affleck. Here, wait. Yeah, that sounds like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> goose would be more like Affleck. Yeah. Hark <laughs> off. Okay. Yeah. Did it go over that? Because I remember it that did. was kind of a big thing. It did. It did mm-hmm. um, go over that, and 
um, he was actually just, I think, really surprised and almost kind of hurt by because he really liked that job. He liked being the Aflac duck. And the jokes that he made, I suppose, were insensitive. And for anyone who's not familiar, it was jokes he made about... The Japanese tsunami. Thank you. Because I knew that it was a world event. I couldn't remember exactly what it was. Because this is a while ago, you know. But I also kind of question Aflac. <laughs> like, you knew that that was his style of comedy. Is to be a little kind of offensive and not very politically correct. And um, almost kind of like a, like a past generation of comedian. Yeah. You know, that doesn't really think about... <laughs> Whether or not this is the right time to make this joke, I'm just going to make a joke because I'm a comedian. That's kind of And maybe how... some people will be offended and some people won't be offended, but that's what comedians do. But the way that our world is now where yeah. you can tweet something out and everyone sees it and they get upset and it's too soon and... I think that was a real eye-opening experience for him. Does he still have... A, I mean, this is... Dumb question. Does he still have a career now? Like, it didn't ruin him, did no, it? No, no, okay. he's still... He just lost that gig. Yeah, he's just he's not, just the, not the duck, duck anymore. He, but he still, he still tours, and he does... Um, would you be okay... He has a really cool podcast, too. Does he? Yeah, he What's like his podcast? podcast called? Yeah, I do. Oh, it's... Oh, it's like the Super Colossal Podcast... Gilbert's Super Colossal Podcast. And it's all about classic movies. That sounds great. Because he loves classic movies. And there's a really great episode where he interviews Dick Van Dyke. And it's my favorite. <laughs> By the way, Dick Van Dyke. Very classy guy, right? He is a classy yeah, guy. Yeah. And they sing together. And so you can imagine Gilbert Gottfried singing. <laughs> wow. What's yeah. the documentary called again? The documentary is called Gilbert. Gilbert. So if anyone's interested, you can find it yeah. wherever you find documentaries. I thought probably. it was really entertaining. That's really cool. The um, I like, I'm glad he's still good. Because I just, I know I heard about that. And then I don't like follow Gilbert Gottfried close. So I didn't know. But he's good. So, a uh, thing that I'm loving is, have you ever done an escape room before, Miss Tess? I have not. But you know, have you heard of them? Yes. Yeah, so... I have, I'm familiar with the escape room concept. Yeah, it's basically... So, uh, it's an escape room, if you're not familiar, it's basically like a puzzle room. And the idea is that you're locked in, but guys, in case you're worried about being locked in a room, I don't think they, <laughs> they can... They will let you they, out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can legally be locked in. Every escape room I've ever been to, they just close the door. You know, <laughs> like it's not, you know, and because uh, uh, I don't think you can be. It's just like a puzzle room. Um, but in our area... Southern Maryland, they have opened an escape room called Escape from the Past. Which is kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal because yeah. escape rooms are kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a... Trendy. Trendy. Yeah. I don't know if I would say touristy kind of mm -hmm. thing, but kind of like you would do it for fun. And they're not usually in, because we're kind of in a country area, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and um, it just opened, I think this past... October, which at the date of this recording was really just like a few months ago. Few months ago, um, but the um, owner is owned by two very nice women. I, I'm blanking on their names, but one of them was really nice. And when we did our past Lexicon, which for new listeners, Lexicon was a Comic Con that our library system held. Um, they uh, donated some passes to their escape room oh, as cool. prizes, which is really cool. Um, but anyway, all this to say is that I just recently, um, fairly recently, got to do one of the escape rooms at Escape from the Past. Um, 
uh, with some friends and Amanda, and it was really cool. The theme was uh, Doc's Lab. Like, they couldn't say Back to the uh, Future. okay. So they couldn't say Back to the Future Doc's Lab because they'd probably get sued. Um, but it was Doc's Lab, and it was all, like, 80s themed. That's cool. And you went in there, and I think the story was you... Because usually there's a story that goes with these things. Like, how you got locked in the Yeah, <laughs> the story was you've gone back in time into the 80s, and you have to find the plutonium so that you can go back to the future. Back, I think they, and they did something kind of clever, like, they didn't say, so you can go back to the future, but so you can go back to the time you were from, which is the future, (laughs) or something, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But it was really cool. Um, I did it with Amanda, my friend Elizabeth that we Mm -hmm. work with, my friend Belinda, who we also work with, and um, uh, Elizabeth's daughter, Abigail, and my friend Tim that I mentioned a few episodes ago. And it was really cool. The puzzles were... Usually what happens, you go in it and then everyone kind of scatters and everyone's like, I got a lock. Does anyone have a key? I've got a key. Does anyone look? I've got something with numbers. And the puzzles were pretty clever. Like, there was a really cool one, not to give anything away, that does involve a VHS tape that was very cool. cool. (laughs) Um, But it was a lot of fun. If anyone happens to be listening and they happen to be living in our area, it's called Escape from the Past. I think their website is just escapefromthepast.com. Um, but if you search um, Escape Room Southern Maryland, it would be probably the only one that pops up. But it, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And it's also no pressure like you want to escape. But if you don't, usually it's still like it's just for fun. Usually they're like, you want us to go through how to solve the room, you know? Yeah. And you can always like call for hints if you want to. So it's real chill. You just want to have fun with friends. And uh I felt that everyone felt that they contributed in some way. Like, I was like, oh, I did this thing. Oh, I did this thing. I saw that. And because no one wants to feel that they didn't help out. Yeah. And it was really cool. Oh, uh, that's from neat. Nicole, maybe one day we'll do one. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. There's one up in the exit. Podcast live from an escape room. In the escape room. We, <laughs> As we escape. I, I did one. So I did one with Elizabeth up in Alexandria. Alexandria? Uh-huh. Annapolis? Down in Alexandria. Down in Alexandria. Or up in it. I always get thank you. I always get those two cities confused because of the A. They both start with A's. <laughs> One of those places, and it was an Edgar Allan Poe themed room. And when you went in, so you usually you're supposed to have I don't know up to I don't know up to eight people or something. But it was just me and Elizabeth, so the room would be harder because there's less people. And you go in there, and it's like set up like Poe's like office. And the guy that was like let us in there was like, "Excuse me, sir, can you come with me?" And the office. There's a door that separates the office from, like, another office. And when you go in there, he shuts the door oh. and locks it. So me and Elizabeth were in two separate oh, rooms. No. But there was, like, a gap that we could see each other. Oh, and we gosh. could slide through. We had to slide things from my room to her room and all kinds of stuff. And it, since it was just two of us, I mean, we were nowhere close to finishing it. Like, we oh. did not escape that room. We, you know. <laughs> someone what, had to let you out. Someone had to let us out. Yeah, usually they're like, uh, you're out of time. Um, but it was a cool room because it was just like that idea that you're in two separate spaces and you have to interact with each other. That you is know? cool. Um, escape rooms is a thing that I'm loving. Awesome. Um, Brett and I... Uh, recently celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary, which is pretty cool. Being married married is awesome, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, I've been enjoying it. I enjoy it. I I hope I've been enjoying it. I love, here's a simple thing I like about being married. You got itchy back. Someone's going someone's gonna to scratch your back whenever you want it, right? That's one of the rules of being married. It's amazing. Boy, my back's itchy. <laughs> so, uh, well, Brett was actually very sick on the day of mm. our anniversary. He's He was recovering from bronchitis. But about a weekend after that, we uh, went to the MGM at National Harbor. Very cool. Which is... Very uh, classy. Yeah. 
and we went to see the Impractical Jokers. Oh, cool. Had yeah. you guys seen them before? So live? Brett, Brett had seen them before live. I had not seen them. You're wearing an Impractical Joker shirt right I now. I am, and I got at the gig when we went to go see them. Cool. Uh, and it was just really fun. It was They were really funny. And um, it was just, it was cool, too, to just go to the classy MGM, and we, we did a little bit of gambling, Ooh. and we won a little money. Ooh la la. And then we had... That explains um, those diamond earrings, Tess. <laughs> I wish. We didn't win that much money. <laughs> uh, we're, um, we're recording live from a jacuzzi <laughs> filled with $100 bills. <laughs> yeah. And we had, um, we had dinner at a little, like, steak, uh, or not steak, but like a, a shake and, and burgers kind of place cool. that was in there. And then we um, we went to see the show and they were really funny and they show like, you know, people might be wondering the Impractical Jokers, if you're not uh, oh, good familiar point. with them, there are these four guys that have a TV show where they basically play pranks on each other and on unsuspecting there, A lot of it's kind of like daring each other to do kind of embarrassing things yes. or really like mortifying things to strangers. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Yeah. I don't think they've ever been like mean to a person. They're mean to each other sometimes, yes. but that's different because yeah. they're friends. They're friends. They could be mean to each other. Yep. And so they do like this live show where I guess they started out as a sketch comedy troupe. The Tenderloins. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. I think the live show is kind of c coming from that era because they tell stories and they kind of play off of each other and they make fun of each other. And then they do show clips of, like, things that didn't get put on the show. Um, and so uh, that that was the show and it was really fun. I had a good time. And That's great. Yeah, it was neat. Amanda and I saw them. They were at... Um... Did you guys see them at the MGM? Not at the no. MGM. It was, I think it's called the DOA Daughters of, no, D-O-R, Daughters of the Revolution oh, okay. Theater or something up yeah. in D.C. Yeah. And um, they were really funny in person. I thought it was a really good show. And they, did they do like clips from the show? And yeah. Stuff? Like stuff that couldn't be on TV because it was either like it got cut or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were funny. Cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Do you have a favorite Impractical Joker? I think my favorite is Sal. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, but very close second is Q. Um, I think Q. Q's, Q seems like the one I would, the one tenderloin Impractical Joker that I would like to hang out the most with. Oh, really? Because I think I've got the most in common with him because he's like in oh, comic, yeah, so books. comic books. He's pretty like chill. Yeah. You know, I think he mostly gets a, 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 like along with most people, you know. Um, but I think Joe is probably my favorite. Joe just <laughs> seems like a legitimately really nice guy, and he seems like a cool dude. Yeah, he, they're all great. Just like weird uh, bug eyes. We should also say that Murray is good too. I feel bad because we neither well, of us mentioned him. Murr but. is Murr, here's the deal. Like I feel that Murr is like he he thinks he's the best one, so I it's think, okay. Like I think Murr is like the Slytherin of the group. Yes. You know. Okay. Wait. 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 <laughs> so not in a mean way. He's just maybe not. That's probably not who we would socialize Murr, <laughs> if Murr is Slytherin. Oh, now we're going to put them all in houses. Okay. I think Q should be in Ravenclaw with us. <laughs> Ravenclaw? Okay, because we have the most in common with Q. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Joe in Gryffindor, because he's so brave. He does all of the crazy well, stuff. Well, also, I think a reason I like Joe so much, too, is any person that, like, celebrates his fat belly so much <laughs> by being Captain Fat Belly and just showing off that fat. He's got to be brave, yeah. right? And I think, too, Joe's got a pretty good record of getting most of the 
the dare's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, people, he'll do things and be he's like, how kinda, did he do that? He's kind of fearless. Yeah. How did he do that? So then that leaves. Then Sal and Sal's then Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I think that makes sense. That makes sense. Very nice. We just we just put them all in houses. <laughs> um, we just put them in. You guys are welcome. <laughs> um, I just saw Black Panther yesterday. Oh, <laughs> so, How was it? Uh, it was a very great movie. I very much liked it. It was. Uh, we saw it. I saw it yesterday with uh, Amanda and my mom. We shone. We. Uh, Where was Freya? We shine the auntie signal into the ah. sky, and Amanda's two aunties, Aunt Rita and Aunt Wanda. What's oh. up, aunties? They showed up <laughs> and swooped in like two amazing angels, and they took after Freya, and uh, we got to go see the movie. But it's. Uh, I'm guessing you haven't seen it yet. It just came out like just two it days just ago. Came yeah, out, it just yeah, came a out. Days ago. Yeah, and um, it is. A very great movie. I very much loved it. Not only because it's a superhero movie, which is awesome, but I mean, it's... You know how Ant-Man's a superhero movie, but it feels more like a heist movie than a superhero? This one, technically it's a superhero movie because Black Panther is a superhero and it's in Marvel, but it's really more a story about like him and like his family. And this isn't a spoiler, but like him and his family and Wakanda and like like what obligations someone has to their family and what happens when those obligations are broken. It's really cool. It's a great story. And um, amazing points to as far as um, uh, having more inclusion of our African-American friends out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that's a big reason this movie's getting a lot of hype too because Black Panther is a black superhero along with Falcon. But I mean, Falcon hasn't gotten his own movie yet, no. right? Sam Wilson. And uh, it's great. He's getting his own movie. And this is just, it's just a... It's a phenomenal movie. So It looks awesome. Yeah. I really want to see it. It's it's awesome. We both left. It's I don't know how long it is. Like it felt a little long, but it's like an awesome movie. The same way I felt that Last Jedi felt long. Mm-hmm. Like there was a few times I was like, "Oh, movie's about to end. Oh, it's still going." Okay. Um, but <laughs> it was in a good way, you know, and um, just just like the whole story of T'Challa and his dad and Wakanda and what does it mean for people of Wakanda? And what does this story mean for um, what does it mean for the rest of the world? And what does it mean for black people that don't live in Wakanda? Like there's just like it's it's all about him and his family, but there's this greater story too of just and at the end of the day, it's a PG thirteen superhero movie. So it's not getting too serious. So don't okay. think it's gonna scare you away. But it's just this really kind of smart movie that is aware of where it is in time now. Well, I've you know? always been fascinated, like, within the Marvel universe by Wakanda, yeah. this kind of hidden nation yeah. of Africans who are, like, so ahead of us in technology, yeah. as opposed to how Africans, they think, are traditionally portrayed yeah. in the media, which is being very primitive. And so I've, I've always loved how they kind of turn that on its head for, um, for, you know, that in the Marvel universe. So I'm really excited to see it one day. I'm going to see it. <laughs> there's, there's a book I had read when I was still in college as a history major, and I'm not going to remember the exact name, so I will eventually tweet it out on our, our Twitter handle, at same team, y'all. But it is called, I think it's called like Germs, Gunpowder, and something else. I'm not remembering the full name, but all it has to do is, it, the whole book explores how, why did technology advanced more in other parts of the world, which then led those parts to colonizing the rest of the world as opposed to the other way around. Uh Like if those same technologies, let's say were developed first in Africa as opposed to Europe and stuff like that, 
it would change the entire scape of the world. You know what I mean? And that's what this book goes into. And it's so interesting. And it's, I don't, I don't think the book said it's just happenstance. Like, why did it happen? But, and there's never any absolutes, you know, ever brought up in the actual book, but it's just an interesting idea that, and then Black Panther takes that idea and switches it on his head. They're like, yeah. well, no, Wakanda has been basically living in the future since <laughs> before we were even like in cars, right. you know? And it's such a cool idea. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, it's a great movie. I uh, suggest uh, if you enjoy Marvel movies or if you enjoy just good movies in general, because I don't think you would have to see any of the other Marvel movies uh, to be able to enjoy to this one. To put this one in context. So good. Cool. So good. Awesome. Hey, Eric, do you have any tales? From the trees. <laughs> library. <laughs> Tales from the library, tales from the library, read some books, read some books. We also have online resources. I kind of feel like we should have a segment just about trees. <laughs> Same trees, y'all? Same trees, y'all. Same trees, y'all. Whole podcast about it. Trees that we're loving. <laughs> tales from the trees. Tree lessons. Tree lessons. <laughs> Tree party. Tree party. <laughs> Freya, or Freya. <laughs> tree watch. Freya, tree, well, I probably still have a Freya watch in there. Freya, <laughs> tree related watch. Um, uh, since you went first for stuffs that we're loving, yes. uh, I'll go uh, first. So, okay. and this tale is actually not my own tale to tale, Uh-oh. but I, this is a tale that I've learned from a fellow librarian. Okay. And she said I'm allowed to share it. Okay. But I will not disclose her full name. Okay. So let's call her code name Lo. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, she is uh, currently in college now to get her uh, library degree, and uh, she's in a, a class about um, reference services, okay. like answering people's questions and giving them the right answer in a nutshell. And a big part of that class, and I had to go through the same thing when I was in school, was you typically, and this is what she had to do, go to other libraries Ask them, like, a reference question. So, like, uh, uh, where can I find local honey or something? So, this is, like, a secret shopper almost? It's, like, a secret, secret librarian. Secret. I wrote down secret library shopper. That's what I wrote down <laughs> on my notes to remind myself to tell the story. You're basically, like, a secret library shopper. So, so you have to go to into... To then just kind of observe how they answer your question? Yes. Without, like, you know, leading them on, mm-hmm. right? And you have to see, like, do they answer follow-up questions? Because a big part, if you're not super knowledgeable and if you're not a librarian you probably don't know this a lot of people don't know like how how nutso librarians get over the reference interview the reference interview yes. reference interview is a big deal you and have to ask the probing questions yeah you and... have to ask there are many there are whole classes about the reference interview <laughs> yeah uh, what i like to call it the reference conversation i, I always <laughs> think reference interview is a little too formal i see interviews usually isn't a fun thing when you go yeah. to an interview you don't think about having fun but yeah it's basically like someone asks a question and it's a series of steps as librarians we ask like our probing question to get a little bit closer. So if someone says, I'm interested in music, we don't try to find the music right away, but maybe they're interested in finding a concert nearby. Right. Or maybe they're interested in learning how to play an instrument. The idea that if someone comes up to the desk, they may not know like the best way of telling you what they need, so right. you need to ask them questions. Anyway, yeah. uh, my friend Lo went up to a library in our area and <laughs> asked, um, I'm trying to remember what the question was. Oh, um, about, uh, she wanted tips about how to do photography. Okay. Right? 
and I don't remember the specifics, but apparently this librarian went uh, head over heels above and beyond oh. trying to find what Miss Lowe needed, right? Yeah. But to no success. Oh. And uh-oh. Was apparently, Lowe being difficult on purpose? Lowe was not being difficult. Okay. Lowe was prepared to answer any questions that were thrown her away. But no more questions were thrown her way. Oh. So this librarian in this, and this is a perfect example of working extremely hard <clears throat> to find what the patron needs without necessarily asking the questions to find out exactly what the patron needs. Oh. So, okay. So Lo is starting to feel a little bit guilty because it's not a real reference question. This librarian is working her patootie off, oh. trying to find her yeah. the stuff. This whole time Lo knows in her head. It's That's not, a, not the stuff she's looking for. It's not the stuff she's looking for. And she's and there on school stuff. She's like, basically just like trolling the librarian. Yeah, in and, a way. And you, so usually, what you have to do. She is, has an information need. She yeah. ha- she's doing an assignment for school, so she shouldn't. I feel bad if she was here. I'd tell her, "Don't be so guilty." I told her, "Don't feel bad." It is weird though because you can't do it at a library you work at. Because if someone knows you, mm-hmm. the conversation will be different. It'll be a lot more for or a lot more um, informal right. and a little more relaxed, especially if you know she's at school. Um, so she had to go out of the system. But anyways, she has this big pile of books. Some of which fit her needs, some doesn't. And um, they go up to the desk and uh, she checks out. And the librarian that's checking her out uh, notices that her account says staff. staff. So, guys, if you're a librarian, it will say staff like when they scan your card. And she goes, "Uh, do you work at the library? (laughs) Oh, God. At this point, and, Busted. and Lo, if you're listening, I may make a few details of the story wrong. Like, I may get them wrong. But I imagine Lo's sweating bullets, her <laughs> eyes shifting from side to side, heart palpitations coming, and she, uh, <laughs> and they go, you work at the library? And she goes, no, no, I don't. <gasps> Librarian says uh, something to the effect of, you, it says here, you were... At the um, Leonardtown Library, right? Which is the library I work at, where I work at with Lowe, whoever Lowe may be. And uh, she goes, uh, I used to, but I don't anymore. Bye! And takes all her books <laughs> and leaves like a ghost in the night. Um, she should probably check to see that her account is still a staff account. Can you imagine? Yeah. Because I, if I had had that interaction, I might have gone ahead and changed that person's And think account. that she's like, like she left work and they right. never switched it back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think she has checked already, okay, so she's good. probably good. But um, Lo, if you're listening, don't be too hard on yourself, girl. Don't be you too know? hard on yourself. And then, so I was talking, she was telling me this story when we were in the break room on our break. And she was like, oh no. What if I bump into that librarian? I <gasps> did training. Oh, training. <laughs> oh my god! So that was like this ongoing thing. I mean, it's a small. We we live in a small area, like kind of a rural area. Oh like goodness. she might bump into her again. She should just come clean. I well, I told her what she should have done is at the end just be like, "Hey, this is because most librarians know they're like, hey, I yeah. get it's part of the gig, right? Yeah. You know, and it's fine, but she, I don't know. <laughs> she was. So funny. She though, was right? feeling bashful. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> so, and anyway, they were books on photography, and Lo. She does photography. Does photography. Yeah. So, it was like, they're probably books she could use. It was just this weird area. But anyway, uh, that's my tale, <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. It's a fun tale. Um, my tale is, it's not like a specific tale, it's more of a general tale. The past. A week at the library has been kindness week. A week of kindness. Yeah, our, I don't, I don't know 
what led to a week of kindness. <laughs> Amanda said the same thing. She goes, does something happen? That yeah. Means everyone... I don't think so. I, think I don't everyone know just to be if kind. there was like an instigating in- uh, incident or anything, but uh, our director announced that it was going to be kindness week and that we were all encouraged to be kind to one another at work. And the way that we achieved this was um, everyone was given a little paper bag and um, you decorated your little paper bag. Did they not do this at Lettertown? We did it. A did li- a we did it a little bit different. So okay. I love to hear how you All right, did it. So at Charlotte Hall, is, everyone... are these sushis means? Yes. Those oh, ones okay. Are I didn't want to eat any of your no, sushis. No, go ahead. Eat, Thank you. Eat. Those are your sushis. Thank you. Um, so uh, we got pa- little paper bags, and we decorated our little paper bags with our names on them, and then um, people could write little notes to us. And put them in our paper bags, or if they wanted to give us like a little gift, like a cookie or, so a, cool. or whatever, they could put that in the bag. Like trick or treating. Yeah, and then um, some some people aren't really good at like coming up with something, not because they're not a kind person, but maybe they're just like I don't know, not as in touch with their emotions or something. I don't know. So there were some that were pre-made. So if you wanted to, like, take one of the pre-made ones, if you felt like that really applied to the person, you could put that in their bag. So, like, all all week people were kind of sneaking little notes into everybody's bags. That is so cool. And it was. It was really cute. And I liked it. So how'd you guys do it at Leonardtown? We did it at ours. We made a kindness tree. Oh. So... It's basically another tree. Oh my goodness! So many. We are swimming in trees. <laughs> oh my god! And it was tree, <laughs> tree. I just called you tree, <laughs> tree. This tree was beautiful. But now it was basically uh, they made a kindness tree. It was basically a, like a miniature Christmas tree. Okay. And then on this tree were different kindness challenges. Oh. On tied onto this tree with ribbon, and uh, when you come into work, you grab one of the challenges at random because you can't see them. What they say, they're folded in half. And then uh, the challenge that you get, you try to do that to someone. Oh, that's fun. And they're nice things. Like some are real easy. Like try to ask two coworkers if you can help them out with something, you know, or uh, another one was a, one was like tell a coworker a joke and everyone was like, I don't know a joke, but it's, it's real chill <laughs> because um, it was actually my friend Lo who, who set up the kindness tree. Oh. And uh, she had written rules for the kindness challenge and made it as chill as possible. She was like, if you grab a, a kindness challenge and you, you're not feeling that one. If it's too hard, grab another kindness challenge. It's fine. If you grab a kindness challenge and like one was like, I don't know, buy a friend a snack or, you know, or a lunch or something and it involves uh, money and you don't want to spend money, do another just one. Just grab another it one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all good. And so it was really cool. It was just, it was funny though, because I learned something about myself that apparently, and this isn't, I, I don't know if this is hashtag humble brag. A lot of them I was kind of doing already. Like one was yeah. like, ask someone if you can help them. And it, it doesn't, it's not customers, right? Because that's our job already, right. you know? It's and, staff. Yeah. And and Lo was kind of funny because her, she was like, you don't have to do these ones to customers. We're already nice enough to them already. You know, <laughs> LOL. You know, like it was just, a, yeah. this is for staff, us to be kind to each right. other. And, um, uh, a lot of them I was doing already, so it was a, uh, not a challenging week for me. But it was just really nice. Like, it was just a really cool idea. But that's nice, too, to kind of be validated. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. in a weird way, yeah, like, you know? I don't know. Sometimes I, I feel good when I am, like, supposed to be doing something that I'm already doing. Well, like, one was, like, tell three coworkers that you think they're doing a great job. And I was like, I'm doing that all the time. Yeah. You ever see any of my emails like, Jill, thanks for your schedule. <laughs> Jill, now I know this schedule, you know, putting together a schedule took a lot of your time and you're putting yourself out there. So I really, you know, I was like, yeah. all the time. And that's all. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, 
Low. low. <laughs> a little low. A, a, li- a little low. I think you did a phenomenal job with that story time. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Kindness Week. And I think it's a thing, too, that like, uh, I don't think a lot, hopefully, not a lot of people would argue against kindness, right? I think that's something yeah. most people can get on board with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of, that was another thing I really liked about the week is uh, I, I work at a branch with some people who can sometimes have like negative opinions about things and I was worried that kindness week might backfire because it'd be like oh it's another thing I have to do I gotta write something and put it in a bag but we made it really easy and I think people just really got into it like by the end of the week people were running around and putting stuff in people's bags That's and cool. yeah it was fun I liked it a lot the um, and I just realized our kindness week at the library ended with Black Panther coming out. So, <laughs> did, yeah. So thank, that was the ultimate act of kindness by Marvel. Thank you, Marvel. I appreciate it. Eric, you look like you learned a life lesson this fortnight. Did you? I did. How'd you know? <laughs> did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you are contractually obligated to I learn am, a life lesson you must, every, every other episode. You must learn life lessons. I've <laughs> learned so much from the trees. The um, I can't get over those trees. And I, I guess it's a oh, anyway trees, trees in general. Uh, my life lesson this week is just a short, simple one. And I don't know. I yeah, I said this earlier when we we're talking about it. Is that I've been spending more um, time just sitting and just you're just sitting, right? Some people call that meditating. Some people call it chilling out, just sitting. Um, just recently at our library, we did an adult mindfulness program. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a presenter come down from, um, I think she lives up in Annapolis or down, down in Alexandria. Down in like, Alexandria. One of those A cities. <laughs> or Baltimore. Anyway, she uh, is from a place called uh, Mid Atlantic Mindfulness, and she's like a for real like expert in oh, this. Cool. And she had come down and did just a program for our library called like um, What is Mindfulness? And it, it it ended with a guided meditation, and it sounds fancy, but it was really just her. All of it really is, if you're not familiar with what meditation is, it's literally just sit and breathe. That is it. And you can get people, you can get fancier if you want to do music, if you want to cross your legs, if you want to do anything, whatever you want to do is just sit and just, that's the one thing you're doing today. And um, and she suggests if you want to take this seriously, because she says like that 10 minutes out of your day can make a big difference in the rest of your day. Um, you do 10 minutes a day for like eight weeks and then see how you feel, you know? And if you think that it's making a huge difference in your life, go for it. If you think it isn't, it's not for you. Um, but that led to me trying to spend more time on my own. I would come into work, you know, 15 minutes early, spend Mm -hmm. 10 minutes in the meeting room because no one's in there and just kind of sit there and do my thing. And you just sit there and breathe. And if you think about things, you think about things. If you don't want to think about things, you just pretend there are balloons and they float away. Um, but that leads to me probably walking through the park, rubbing my face up against trees and stuff Uh like that, you know? Uh, so my life lesson is, I know, where is he going with this? Uh, A lot of people talk about now in this, I think life is speeding up fast, rapidly every day between how many tweets you should be reading a day or Uh all your news. We talk about a lot about unplugging from social media or from news outlets if you need to. Uh, Your work duties, your family duties, your daughter duties, 
you, things you want to do. Now watching shows on Netflix sometimes seems like a job because there's so many of yeah, them, right? that's true. And it feels like there's so much stuff happening at all times, even stuff that is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Marvel movies coming out. Oh, man, I better catch up on my Marvel movies, right? Right. This is all supposed to be fun. And this can lead to us doing many things at once. Listening to music while we're doing housework, ta- uh, talking with my daughter while I'm thinking about work stuff, all kinds of stuff. And basically just sitting for 10 minutes has kind of made me realize how important not multitasking is, but monotasking. Mm. You just, this is the one thing right now, for example, I go to work and I don't know if this happens to you, Tess, I open up my email and I think I'm bouncing between seven things at a time. Oh yeah. I'm checking this email. I don't even finish reading this email before I pick this up from my desk that has something else to do before someone walks in who says something to me and I'm just walking in circles in my mm-hmm. head. And I sit down and now I've been trying really hard. I sit down and I go, right now, all I'm doing is just reading this one email. For reals, mm-hmm. you know, not skimming. Because really, if you skim or read some, you're just, are you, you know what I mean? Right. How much are you reading? And like just recently at our job, we had to do a thing that was like uh, familiarize yourself with the personnel manual or something, yeah. right? And I was kind of like, okay. And normally this is what you do. Blah, 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 yeah. this is good. For listeners, I'm just <laughs> pretending to thumb through, right? Like, <laughs> ah, yep. I remember that. I remember that. And I sat down and I sat down and I really read it, you know, and maybe not every single word, but like, you know, a good part where I knew what each page was. And there was stuff in there that I hadn't read in a long time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I for real read that book as opposed to just skim it. So life lesson today, I would say just try as you're going through your day, pick one thing that you're going to do right now. Are you feeding your daughter? That's the one thing you're doing. If you find your mind wandering, like you think about work or something else, remind yourself that 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 moment where you're feeding your daughter isn't going to come again, you know? I mean, you'll feed her again tomorrow, but it won't be that same moment, Mm -hmm. you know? And do you want to spend that moment thinking about something that you have no effect on, you know? Just because you don't think about it doesn't mean it will disappear. That work is still there. You just get to it when you get to it, you know? And it's not easy. And I think that at its core, that's the point of, meditating and what mindfulness is, is being aware of when your thoughts go to another place instead of where you're at now. Um, And if that thing that you're doing is rubbing your hand against the fine, smooth moss of a tree, (laughs) that is the thing that you are doing, my friend. (laughs) And you should love it. I love it. Monotasking. What a great lesson. Oh, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks. That's awesome. Should we have a positivity party to wrap this puppy up? We should have a positivity party to wrap this puppy up. Listening to the Positivity Party segment. This is where we like to wrap up every single one of our podcasts, um, where we wrap this puppy up in every <laughs> one of our podcasts, where we spend a moment thinking about something that we are thankful for, as well as something that we like about ourselves. Uh, do you have something that you are thankful for, Miss Tess? Yeah, I'm thankful for health insurance. That's a big one. Because I've got it. And uh, I've talked a little bit on this podcast before about my. Uh, 
my search for pain management for my chronic migraines. It's now part of the show canon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your own subplot, actually, <laughs> of the cast. And, uh, you know, in the background of the podcast, I've been uh, going to the hospital a lot and uh, seeing different specialists and trying to figure out what I can do and I realize that that is something I'm very privileged to do not a lot of people can just go to the hospital anytime they want and like go see a, a neurologist and go see a, this that, or the other thing and get this drug or that drug to try and see if it works and I get to do that because I've got insurance and I'm really really thankful for it. Health insurance is a big deal and yeah. without it I mean it adds up fast. It's hard. It's hard to live I mean, like that. Now with with Freya has for new listeners, my daughter Freya is hard of hearing, so she wears hearing aids. There's all kinds of appointments that that comes oh, yeah. down to. You got to go in and you know for audiologists and of course uh, all kinds of things. And it, it is not a thing that everyone has, and that is a big thing to be thankful for yeah. for sure. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for. I might have done this one before, but if there's repeats, that's it's okay. Is it, it, you know what? It isn't trees. It should be trees. It should be trees. I was gonna say just spending time with friends. You yeah, know, that's a good. I've friend. talked about. I just mentioned earlier how busy life is, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure sometimes you're like, man, I haven't hung out with this friend in a while. Sometimes it's been weeks. Sometimes it's been months. You may think about it and realize it's been years mm-hmm. since you hung out with that friend that you consider a really good friend. And uh, I think it's important to take time, even if it may be difficult, especially if you've got uh, kids at home. It's hard to schedule yeah. stuff like that. Uh, take time to hang out with your friends every once in a while. That's you know? a great, that's yeah. a great thing. That's the thing I'm thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you, listening to this right now, real quick, say something that you're thankful for. Oh, trees. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. You're absolutely right. Trees are something we're thankful for. Thank or you. whatever you were thinking. Or whatever about. you were thinking about, yeah. Hey, Eric, what's something you like about yourself? Uh, something I like about myself is, uh, so on this cast, we're here, we talk about things that we're loving and all this stuff, but... um. I like that I don't get too embarrassed to kind of open up around people. Yeah. And in this case, because guys, I, I don't li- I don't check our download numbers all the time, but I do know you guys are out there. We very much appreciate each and every one of our listeners. You guys are fantastic. And I, we've both said some kind of personal stuff on this cast yeah. to people that, I mean, you are friends to us, but are in a way strangers, mm-hmm. you know? And I like that that does not embarrass me yeah it's okay now they all know our fat stories that y'all know our fat stories i don't know how many times i've almost cried on this cast (laughs) and now you know how much i love trees oh are you gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) trees my god they're so majestic trees trees uh what's something that you love about yourself so i mentioned the kindness week and how you could take the uh the pre-made ones and drop them in someone's bag three different people dropped the same one in my bag so what is it i guess i'm pretty good at this thing and they all said so i don't have it with me but they all said something to the effect of you're always learning new things and improving yourself. Ooh, wow. Which, at first, I was a little paranoid. I'm like, are they passively aggressively trying to tell me I need to improve myself? But it is true. I do like to learn new things. Ravenclaw. And improve myself. Hashtag Ravenclaw. Also, deadly AI. Deadly self-aware AI. Loves learning <laughs> new things and improving itself <laughs> to more efficiently destroy humanity. <laughs> You're basically Skynet, Tess. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, you. Why don't you say something that you like about yourself?
Oh, I like that about you, too. I like that as well. Uh, (laughs) That's phenomenal. Guys, you've been listening to Same Team, y'all. This has been episode 24. Yeah. The next episode, we become a quarter of a century past. (laughs) Is that how that works? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, If you want to email us, uh, give us any thoughts that you have on the cast, any things stuffs that you're loving yeah uh any life lessons you want to tell us uh that email is same team y'all at gmail.com yep that twitter handles at same team y'all that's where we tweet out uh things that can make you feel better things that will give you some warms and cozies yeah pretty much also it's also where we send out any news about the cast too if we know mm-hmm. we're gonna have a delay or if we know we're gonna be coming to your area with a live cast <laughs> um that's where we would watch out, out everybody watch out we're coming your way reporting live from the beautiful redwoods in california <laughs> the um that twitter handle is at same team y'all and now that we have a spotify account just search for same team y'all on spotify yeah and listen, listen to, to some music yeah guys thank you so much for listening and guys be the change you want to see in this world thank you for listening bye Bye. trees my god trees trees Loving trees because now we're about to do same same uh same peaks, y'all. Yeah. There's always trees on that show. We do have time for same trees, y'all. <laughs>